dreams. What's going on? It's Jealous for the Nick of Time show. Here, give you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And it's time to celebrate, man. The Knicks are doing their thing. They're looking like a confident team. They're winning some games. They lose some games, but most, but most importantly, we are in these games, and it seems like the Knicks are playing with the right enthusiasm and the right habits. So shout out to uh, Tom Thibodeau and these New York Knicks. But um, before we get into these topics, we gotta introduce the peoples. You know how we do on the show. <laughs> First and foremost, we have Mister Reliable, the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G's in the building. Damn right he's in this building, all right? <laughs> now, we also have joining us special guest. My guy doing his own thing on YouTube. We talking behind the scenes. He was just like, I just I just grabbed the camera, man. I just started going. I didn't expect it to blow up this big, but guess what? It's starting to blow up. <laughs> My other man who's also, he dropping some facts. For sure, some great insight on his YouTube channel. My guy Raw, Raw Hebrew Remnants. What's going on, Raw? What's up? What's up, Jay Ellis? What's up, Ryan? Glad to be here with you. Exactly. Glad to have you, man. Glad to have you in your perspective. Yeah, let's let's get to it. Let's get to it. So, Julius Randle has been the hot topic so far, right? I don't know if you watch me on us on on Knicks Fan TV, but we talked about Julius Randle up and down for for like. 20 minutes straight, okay? <laughs> so uh he has been going on a tear. If he even if he's playing bad, he's almost averaging triple doubles, like even on his bad games, which is something to be said, right? Like, yeah. So so far this year, he's averaging 21 points a game on 49% shooting, 50% from three, which is 14th in the league, 10 and a half rebounds, which is 13th in the league, 7.2 assists which is eighth in the league and the four and a half turnovers, which we're not going <laughs> to, we want to try to forget, but overall Julius Randall is balling. It seems like he's turned over the new leaf. He's passing more than we've ever seen him do. But the thing is with Julius Randall, people don't seem to really believe it. Some people do, but some people don't. Some people feel like, this is only a flash in the pan. They're so scorned for what happened last year. They just think it's going, it's a fluke and it's just all gonna disappear. So we we gotta we gotta dive in and and figure out what's sustainable and what's not. So Raw, let me just ask you straight off the bat. Do you feel like Julius Randle can maintain this pace that he's been playing at over these first few games? Yes, yes, he can. Um, the difference last year, of course, he was taking directions from David Fisdale. So he was being asked to do things that he was never asked to do before. So when you look at Julius Randle in high school, he if you look at his high school tape, like most guys in his position, he was bigger, stronger, faster, more athletic than his peers. Mm -hmm. So he was basically getting by with that. He came into Kentucky, did the same thing. When he got to L.A. with the Lakers, we know he broke his leg his first year. And so then he comes back his second year and he's trying to do the same thing. He never got developed properly. And the Lakers just let him walk. He ends up in New Orleans where he happened to play the third, the third fiddle. 
And that's when he flourished as a third fiddle. Yeah. So now, he's, so now here comes Steve Mills with his checkbook open, and he's saying, <laughs> he could be number one option on our team. Of course, you know, Julius ain't stupid. 63 million is 63 million. He's going to mm-hmm. take that coming off a $9 million contract with New Orleans. So he comes in. David Fisdale is telling him, I want you to run. I want to I run the offense through you. He never bothered to coach him up, never bothered to teach him about what, what that means. And we saw what happened last year. I didn't know it was a wild card as to is Julius Randle going, going to take this, this offseason and decide I'm still the man because ego gets in the way sometimes. If he's not going to make me the man, trade me, yeah. right? Or is he going to say, I want to become a better basketball player. I want to become the best NBA player that I can, which is apparently the decision that he made. Because what we're seeing now, the difference is, even though he's doing four turnovers a game, and y'all know this, I think you, you can agree. If you don't, just let me know. It's okay. But what I'm seeing this year is last year, the turnovers was as a result of I'm throwing the ball away at the last minute because I'm about to pull into a turnover. Yes. I got three guys guarding me and I'm trying to score over them. Whereas this year, I'm trying to find the open man and sometimes I miss. Yeah. And that's the big difference. So that's why I'm not looking at the turnovers this year the way I did last year because he is actually looking make a just like Thibodeau tell me he's looking to make a play if the play is a pass he's making the pass if it's a play for him to go he's going and so I believe it's sustainable because he is you let him especially if he if he gets named to the all-star team that's going to be incentive for him mm. to continue doing what he's doing and if he's not named to the all-star team which he should be it's going to be incentive to him to prove to everybody this is real so I think it's sustainable Let's pause for a second. This episode was brought to you by Manscaped, all right? Fellas, Valentine's Day is on the way. You want to make sure down there is clean, fair, and square. Manscaped Trimmer 2.0, it does not nick your knickers. It doesn't grab your hairs. It has an LED light, so you can see what's going on down there. It's waterproof. And is guaranteed to make your lady happy. All right. So definitely pick up the streaming 2.0. And also my personal recommendation. And Ryan backs me up. The ball deodorant. <laughs> exactly. I've been using the ball deodorant since even even before this whole sponsorship. I've been using the ball deodorant. It works great. It works well. The ladies, you know, if that moment comes, the ladies go down there and they're satisfied. <laughs> it smells nice and good, so go get you some. Go get, go get you some. All right, yeah. uh, man. Go to manscaped.com and get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code KOT. All right, that is twenty percent off and free shipping with code KOT if you go to manscaped.com. And you know what? If you trim down here, send all before and after pictures to Ryan's Gmail account at Ryan. Okay, no, 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 no. <laughs> all right, never mind. KOT. That is the code. Man, exactly. Yeah, I agree with you, man. If the, I feel like the, if the Knicks have a winning record, uh, it, it's he's looking like he might be an all-star team for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Ryan, anything to add to that? Because this is a topic I, I'm dying to jump into. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the only thing I'm going to say is this, is that 
is his three-point shooting going to be sustainable? No, he's not going to shoot 50% from three for the whole season. There's going to be a drop-off there. But I think the points per game, the rebounds per game is definitely going to be there. And I think that's because he has shown this season that he's taken smarter shots. Last season, he definitely forced the issue a lot of times. He just drove into the lane. You know, we, we all know the famous spin move in the lane. Yeah. And, it, and, and it just ends up being turnovers and things like that. So... He's definitely taking smarter shots this year. He's definitely looking for his shooters. I mean, the fact that his assist total is so high is because the Knicks are actually making shots, which last season Knicks weren't making as many shots as they are now. And I think that, and then on top of that, he has a coach this, you know, coach in Thibodeau that's going to actually hold him accountable as well. So I feel like if if there's any drop off to Randall's game as the season goes on, Thibodeau's going to hold him accountable and get him back on the back on the right track. So I think if when he put all those things together now. I feel like there's a high chance that Randall will continue to play the way he's playing at the moment. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I still remember when he was on the Pelicans and we and we just signed him and we was looking at his Pelicans numbers and he was averaging 24 points a game at three point three and a half assists. And we was even looking at his three point um, percentage and it was it's around 35. percent Was it 35? I thought it was closer to 40 at that uh, year. 40. It wasn't for you. It was somewhere in the high thirties. Just look. I thought. I thought. Yeah, because he he was shooting it well in the, in New Orleans. He was shooting it well in you. It was thirty. He was shooting around thirty five percent. Okay. From yeah, th- around thirty five. It was after the All Star break too. Around thirty five percent from three. Seven point six rebounds. Three point five assists. Um, the defense was probably is the only reason that really people were kind of saying. Is he an all-star? I don't know. He still seems to be a negative player, even though even though he has all this offensive talent. We have Tom Thibodeau here now who's making him a defender. You saw what he did with Sabonis. He shut him down in the fourth quarter and pretty much damn near the whole game. So I, I do agree with Ryan in the sense that um, the three-point shooting might not be no, yeah, 50%. it's not. That's, that's not. Just, nope, he's not. He's not Stephen Curry. He's not going to shoot. <laughs> no, yeah. but I think he can get around thirty-seven for the year. And if he does, Me that, too. I, I think that's going to be a tremendous, tremendous year for him. Exactly. And even his assist percentage, I can see that staying around the same, or maybe yeah. even going up a little bit, depending on who's in the lineup with him. That's right. That's right. Because Reggie Bullock is shooting 32% uh, from three. That's right. <laughs> and that's your starting shooting guard who got paid here to shoot. <laughs> and we also have Alfred Payton. I'm not even going to talk about what Alfred Payton shoots from three. We're not even going to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he did hit one last night, though. He did. No. Alfred he did. Payton, he did. Yeah, Alfred Payton. Did. Listen, I don't expect Alfred Payton to consistently shoot 35-40% and up from three. I don't expect that long term. I expect him to have a game or two. I do I do feel like Alfred Payton is a gamer though. Yeah. Which is why you saw some of those games he has. Like he that game where we he um beat up on um on Indiana Look, Brogdon took his cookies that first game and he remembered that. And I, I fully believe that's why Alfred Payton went off. Yep. On that yep. game. Yep. Remember now, so, Alfred Payton, I think, is 20, what's he, 25, 26? I feel like he's 26. Me, I'll, I'll check that right now. Yeah, we have to check his age. Because he's, he's still, he's another one that's that. coming into his prime that's not yet in his prime yet. I feel like he's 26. The oldest player we have right now is Reggie Bullock. He's like 29. 29. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. 29. So I know he's not 29. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I mean, the whole point of that that whole conversation is to say, I still fully believe that um, you know, Tom Thibodeau can still tinker with this lineup. You know, I I said this before with Emmanuel quickly. It it was interesting to see the first game of the season. Emmanuel quickly played more minutes than Alfred Payton <laughs> off the bench. And he had a bad hip. Like, he he hurt his hip, played through it, and that first half had more minutes to Alfred Payton. So, to, to me, the coach is already seeing something and practicing in the game. He's the go. He, he trusts Emmanuel quickly. So, I fully believe that it might be a matter of time before Emmanuel quickly fully takes over. Mm-hmm. And if that happens and you have quickly in the starting lineup who's a shooter and – um. Maybe somebody else who takes over Bullock spot. I'm not sure if Bullock is going anywhere though, because it just seems like Tom really likes him. They can't trade Peyton this year, though. Okay? I no, they, they can't trade Peyton this year. They can't so, trade him so this year. They're kind of going to probably ride him because they can't trade him, so they they might ride with him. But it does. I think Thibodeau. This is a perfect team for him to coach because he likes to let. He keeps saying he lets performance dictate his rotation. And he lets practice dictate. So every he's not committing to anything. He, if you notice in the media, he doesn't announce who's starting until the you know the day of. He's keeping everybody on their toes, and he says all fifteen guys are going to play. The way they play, I, I can see that. So I think the rotation will play itself out. I think he's going to let it play itself out, and whoever and he's going to and he showed you last night, for example, when he took Bullock out, he puts Rivers in. He didn't put quickly in. He put Rivers in. So he puts he has trust still in those veterans, you know. So I think that's his default. But we'll see what happens. I think I'm not worried about because I, I am so enthused with our roster. Whoever's out there is going to do the job. Whoever's out there is going to do the job. It's not going to be a situation where they got to play Tim Hardaway or they got to play Brandon because he's just getting paid so much money. He's going to let performance dictate who he plays. Oh yeah, and you know what? We've been shorthanded for these first few games. Yep. Um, which is why like. The game versus the Cavs was so interesting because we pulled that off with only an eight-man rotation. That's right. That's right. And with the way the Cavs were playing, uh, people were sleeping on the Cavs. He was like, oh, it's only the Cavs. No, the, the Cavs were balling. Right. The they're Cavs were 2-3. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> I'm saying they're 4-2. Yes. Yeah, their defense, as you can see, because they gave us hell on the defense, yep. was top-notch. Um, Drummond was giving people the business. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> yeah, like the Cavs was not an easy win. And for us to pull that win off with just Julius, it just makes me think, man, when we have all of our horses back, we might be a problem. We we might be a problem. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> and Alec Burke has been a revelation, too. I already say Alec Burke is the most underrated signing of the season anywhere, period. I was Period. not expecting that. I remember he was a Nick Killer when he was in Utah. Yes. But I didn't, yes. I mean, sometimes the players are just Nick Killers, right? They don't play. Right. Like this. But this cat, man, he's, he's balling, man. He's balling. Nah. Is he coming back tomorrow? Uh, yeah, I think it's probable, right? I don't think it was probable, yo. I, I, oh, yeah, it is probable. It's probable. probable. Yeah, it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's probable. Okay. Okay, good. I think it's probable. What man? Or is it probable, or just did it just get upgraded? I'm not sure. I'm, I think I'm he sure. was questionable. I, I, I could do a quick check. Let me say, I could do a quick check. Yeah, because he was questionable for last night's game. Okay, but he might be upgraded to probable. 
So, you know, let's talk about these horses too, since um while Ryan is looking. Because one horse that we got back in the midst of this is Austin Rivers. Austin Rivers, he impressed everyone with his first ever Nick interview. Right? He got all the Knicks players on their side. And then when he came back, he reignited that same feeling when he posted under the Knicks Twitter that, hey, guys, we're, we're working on things. I can see the things that's going on behind the scenes. We're changing. We're, ch we're changing gears. And then he, he gets in an interview and he tells the same thing. He's like, listen, man, this team is changing top to bottom. From Leon Rose, Worldwide West, to the to strength and conditioning coach, to, to everybody in between, this place is changing. He seems like he has a veteran presence going for him already. How do you see him affecting his team? Are, you already see it in his few games. Yeah, he is, he is going to be, let's put it this way. We'll talk about the possible P word later. But I'll say if we get to that if we get to that point, He's going to be very important because he is a proven uh, playoff piece. He, he did it in the Clay, at Clippers. I'll be honest. When I first saw him at Duke and then he got drafted by the Pelicans, I wasn't high. But, and I thought when he went to the Clippers, it was because his dad was there, which I still think he got paid because his dad was there. But oh, that's when, absolutely right. Once <laughs> yes. he got there, though, he did perform. He did perform for them, and especially in the playoffs. And so I see him. And then in Houston, the same thing. So I see Austin Rivers. Is and this is a, I'm dating myself, but he is Den, he is Dennis Johnson like he, he he's a, he's a money player, mm. he's a money player. So mm. when money's on the line, he's gonna show up. That's why I call him Butter. I'm he's Butter. <laughs> when the money's on the line, yeah, Butter's the game is on the line. He's yeah. not scared of the moment. No, he's gonna show up. So that's why I see him being trusted by Thibodeau. The only issue, and that's why I was concerned with him playing Friday because I thought they might be rushing him back, and I didn't want to hurt get him hurt for the longer term of this season. So, uh, but he's going to be an important piece. So, you know, I don't know if he starts or he comes up. In. He's going to be at least a 24 minute a, a, a night guy. And then there's going to be some nights where he does start and play heavy minutes. He's a money guy. So when it comes to, if we, if we're, if we're knocking on the door at the end of the season, he's going to become a very important piece. So I, I can see him. I, I'm more concerned with him at, in that stage than just, you know, doing a regular season game. I don't want him to get hurt. I want him to, you know, that's why I was concerned with his neck last night. I think he might yeah. miss tomorrow because just that concussion protocol, he might, they might sit him, but I, I'm not concerned with him yet. He's the guy I want around at the end of the season. So he becomes a very important piece, he, um, a rotational piece. I, and, I, and I think we got to, we got to steal at three points for him. We finessed him. Yeah. I don't know what Leon Rose did. I've, I've, I've talked about Leon Rose is, a, you know, he's an agent, so he's not going to overpay for guys. He knows exactly what people is worth. But man, did he finesse half of this team? How the hell do you get Austin Rivers for like two Snickers in the bag of ding dongs? <laughs> uh, and Alec Burks. Yes, man. <laughs> like, what kind of like we 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 see we see what Brockton is about. You see what Bogdanovich is going for. We see what Bertans is going for. Oh, and Bertans coming off the bench for eighty million, man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the bench for eighty million. Allie Burks is averaging twenty. We paying this man six million dollars. 
<laughs> what? What are we doing right now? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Oh, man. In second of the year. Yeah. Off the man. Yo, hmm. You know, uh, Bogdanovich is coming off the bench for Atlanta. He's not starting either. Like, man. Like, <laughs> three-point shooting is really becoming that important where you, you're just overpaying guys to be on the bench. That is crazy. Not Leon. Yeah, but but yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. No. Off the Austin topic. Go ahead, Ryan. Any thoughts on Austin <laughs> Rivers and what he's gonna bring to this team, man? And what or what you seen um, already? <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna really keep it simple. Um, Austin Rivers, he's a solid player. You know, he you bring him on the court, he makes the right play most of the time. He can penetrate, get to the basket, make plays. He's a decent three point shooter, and I feel like he's added. He just adds like a veteran presence for the Knicks in the backcourt. And I feel like he can be a very viable player for the Knicks as time goes on. He's already proven that he's already affecting the game in positive ways for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And I just see him as a piece. Like, I feel like, and, and then also on top of that, I, have to, I like the way that he addressed the fans as well on Instagram after the, after the loss to the Raptors, I believe, because I feel like Knicks fans are going off about that loss. And he actually posted like a, like, you know, like a long post saying that, you know, just, you know, telling the fans, you know, just hang in there. We're working on something special and this and that. So, I, you know, I actually got, you know, mad respect to him for that. Yeah, it's like well, a New but... Year, New Knicks post, you know? It's, yeah, exactly. It felt like one of those Instagram, like. Exactly. But, you know, uh, yeah. but, but I mean, Austin Rivers, like, I'm not going to front. I was kind of iffy on the signing at first because I felt like, at least as his, at least during like the early years when he was with the Clippers and the Rockets, I felt like he was one of those players where maybe like, he needs to be on a good team to actually like showcase, you know, what he can do. But seeing him on the Knicks, I'm like, that was actually a pretty good pickup. What three years? What three years? Ten mil or something yeah. like that? Yeah, that's that's a small market thinking, Ryan. When you're a small mark, small market thinking, and you know, we got half of these Utah guys in this building right now. Yeah. Small market thinking is you find a guy on another team who is producing at a certain rate, and since he's not getting that attention, you bring him over here on the cheap. And you pay him accordingly, and then he's producing more than what he's been, you know, producing over his pay grade. And we're doing that with a few guys. That's why we even got Julius Randle in the first place, because he was averaging uh, 25 and 10 in the Pelicans under the radar over here to do the same thing. Like, that's what you do when, you, when you're thinking that's the small work way. So kudos for the Knicks doing those type of moves, man. And it's funny, when I saw Austin Rivers playing, I underestimated how much basic basic basketball players we need, man. Yeah. And not to call him basic, but when you look at how our guards were struggling to make basic plays, yeah. it was refreshing. Like we saw how you, you saw what happened when Alec Burks went down. Julius Randle had to do a lot of the playmaking. He had nine turnovers in that Cavs game, and I, I totally believe that half of those turnovers had to do with just just the fact that his usage rate had to be so high. He's just he was just expected to do everything for the entire game. Played forty four minutes, couldn't take a playoff. I think he got mentally fatigued. You know what I mean? So like when you when you can just say, you know what, Julius, you don't gotta do nothing. Sit down. We got this. Or just sit, go in the corner. Let me run the play. Like that's that's something that we haven't, you know, had. And now, you know, he saw it when Austin Rivers was in the game because there was a point in the game when Randall went to the bench. 
We had Austin Rivers in the game. We had IQ in the game. And I'm looking and, and, and I don't get that nervous feeling. You know, you know the nervous feeling? Oh no. Where's the coins gonna come from? Can they hold on? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Austin Rivers is driving the kick in. Aki was driving the kick in. And Julius Randle takes gets to take a breather. That's something that I underestimated when we signed Austin Rivers here in the first place. Yo, did you see him shake? Did you see him shake my boy to a yes? At his boots. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I saw. (laughs) My man was saying, my leg, my leg. (laughs) (laughs) His boots are still there right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Exactly, man. Between him shaking homie out of his boots and, and IQ hitting you with the floaters everywhere. I'm just, I'm like, oh, we got guards again? We got guards in the garden again? Let's go. So the game is tight, man. Yeah, man. It's tight. It's tight. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Let me circle back. Let me circle back to something, because I forgot to, to talk about something when we mentioned Julius Randle, right? Because this has also been the hot topic. Me and CP had like a three-hour debate on the show. <laughs> <laughs> because I was alluding to this. We talked about how do we think Julius Randle's can keep up this production, right? Um, the Knicks drafted OB Toppin. And Ryan, we kind of talked about this last week. Yeah. Knicks drafted OB Toppin to be the man. OB Toppin has only played one preseason game. <laughs> or, or you know, he had one good preseason oh, one game. Season. One good preseason game. Um, a couple of games where he showed some flashes, you know, because he, he was passing. And then he one game in the regular season. And now he's out. Now a lot of people are saying, you know, we should move Randall while his stock is high. Where do you stand on the trading Randall decision? Are you trying to trade him as soon as the deadline hit? Are you trying to extend him? Are like, are you, how do you feel about? It? Is it too early for you? Like, how do you feel about this? <clears throat> I I I want to keep him. I want to keep him because. I'm looking at how Denver used uh, Porter Jr. Uh, when they had they had the veteran power forward, they had Grant on the other side, and then they had Porter Jr. biting at the bit to get in the game. I like to I like to use Obi in that same way. Keep keep um, so that whenever Mitchell Robinson is out or or even Nerlens Noel, you can still. I, I at the beginning of the season thought it was ludicrous to try to play Randall with Obi. But the way Randall is playing defense now, I think is more feasible because that was my problem because of the That's defense. That's a good point. You know, so the way Randall is playing on defense, I can I can live with putting them out there, you know, for stretches. So now you don't have it. I mean, I want Obi, and, and this is the thing about Thibodeau. He's not going to let you on the court unless you're 100%. So, you know, you might be 80%. He's not going to let you play. You got to be 100%. So when Obi plays and he's 100%, and he's, he's going to give him his minutes. I think he's going to get 15, 20 minutes a game, 24 minutes a game. That gives him a chance to develop properly. Um, and, and then he has incentive to try to beat Randall up. But, but you can't – I'm just saying like this. It's like you bought a car, and it was – nobody wanted it. It was an old Benz. And then all of a sudden, you got it fixed up. You put new parts in it. You got the paint job. 
Now everybody wants to buy it from mm-hmm. you. And you like, Dick, I built, I put this car together, man. I, right. I think I want to hold on to it. And so that's what I'm thinking with Randall. Tibbs has turned this man into Frankenstein, man. I mean, he he he's the mad scientist that got this guy. It's his fault, man. Yeah, he got this guy to all-star <laughs> level. So I'm saying you gotta get a guy to all-star level and then trade an all-star. I mean, how's that gonna look? I don't think so. I would, I'm gonna keep and I'm not I'm not extending him yet. I'm gonna wait. I want to hold I want the whole next year, you know. It, Exercise the option, give him his twenty million, and then and then let's see what happens at the end of next year. That's what I want. That's what I said. That's exactly that's exactly what I he said. Jared, that's why I like you, man. You're smart. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like. The argument was ship him out, right? Just ship him out now because you know we 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 came here to get Obi and we want to give Obi his run. But I'm just like we've seen. One preseason game of Obi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Let the man prove himself. Like, I know what he's projected to be, and I have, you know, I have faith in Obi. I was going on and on about Obi when he's coming here, so I feel like he'll be fine. But that's still a feeling. I still have to see. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> like, to me, to me, at this point, right, we've always complained that Randall has empty stats. And doesn't make anybody better. Now he's actually making plays around him better. And you want to trade him yes. immediately? That doesn't make any sense to me. Yes. <laughs> like, it yes. doesn't make any sense to me. See, the like, whole trading scenario had to do with him playing exactly as he played last year. Right. That was the trading scenario. So if he was going to be turning the ball over and not passing, if he was going to be taking the ball out of people's hands, if he was going to be forcing bad shots right. and not playing defense, now I'm saying, okay, what can I get for him? But you you got a guy that's, that's playing really good defense right now. He's seeing the floor. He's averaging, what is it, eight assists a game? Seven, eight? Something yes, like that? Seven. No, you don't trade him. You're talking about all-star level guy right now. So you, let me ask you this. Just say you have Eastern Conference power forward all-star on your team and you want to trade him, what are you going to get for him? What do you want That's for him? That's the next question. What do you want That's for him? That's the next question. You got to get a boatload for him. So unless you're giving me your 2021 top 10 first, you're giving me, you know, oh. some young player. All right, we could talk then. But other than that, no, I'm not trading him. I agree with you because that's what people. That's the other argument. The other argument is, well, I'm going to get a pick. We can get a pick for him. I'm like, all right, you'll get a pick for Julius Randle, right? Cool. Are you getting a pick in the what, the fifteen range that's right. going to average twenty points, right. ten rebounds, <laughs> right. right? And let's say his assists go down, six assists, right? Are you going to get that from your fifteen pick? Thirty-five percent three. I don't, I don't like. To me, it's like it. It, it really depends on a few things. It depends if what, what Ob shows you. It depends on what the haul is. Um, can we get something of close to the same production at another position of need, meaning point guard or wing? Um, like, but I, I don't want to trade him, man. I, I don't want to trade him. We we got Alec Burks and the wing right now behind RJ. Right. We, we don't really need a wing. I like Alec. I mean, we got Alec Burks. We got IQ. We right. got Austin Rivers. I think we're pretty good at the guard right now. And so we, we're good. 
So, I mean, you get another guy that's as good as them, then they're going to be fighting for playing time like it up. I think you got right now you got a good situation. I mean, what to me, if you're going to get something for him, you got to be getting like a like a, a you getting draft pick that's going to be Luca or something like that. You <laughs> exactly. You draft pick that's gonna for K. Somebody that's going to be you getting K. Cunningham and Suggs. You're getting something. <laughs> you, know, you got to get green. Give me green and Suggs, right? Give my cousin green. He ain't with my cousin. Give, give your cousin my, green. <laughs> Suggs. And, and, and then I, I'm, I'm a, in a future, like a 22. Because you're talking about a guy that's burgundy all-star is age 26, right? Now. That's what you talking about. So yeah, no, 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 no. If he's playing like he was last year, like I said, if he wasn't passing, if he wasn't playing D, I mean, I was blown away yesterday. I see, I get, I'm stupid. Like I get, I get crazy about the dumbest things. So when I saw him consistently show double team and sprint back to his man, I was like, no, 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 keep this kid. No, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did we watch him last year? Just be like. <laughs> Just throw his hands up. He's like, ah, I'll just jog back to take the ball out. Like, I was the like, fake defense, hand up. Ah. Like, what? <laughs> he is. He's celebrating when he shut down Sabonis. He's flexing. I was like, yes, Yo, yes. That I, I was literally jumping up and down when he stole that ball and, and dunked it. I was jumping up and down. I could not believe. Oh, I man. said, is that Julius? And that's what the thing I've been saying that since the priest. I keep telling, is that Julius Randall? <laughs> That's that's that. I look like him. He's a is, that, is that him? His braids are nicer. That guy, <laughs> that, guy, that guy just passed the ball. Is that Julius Randle? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Too? There, there, there is some things that we need to work on, though. There is some things that we need to work on. Because, but we're moving in the in the right direction, right? Shout out to, to Tom Thibodeau. I got some stats. I got some stats for you. I got some stats for you. This is the, the Tom Thibodeau appreciation segment, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got some stats for you. <laughs> because so far we are, you know, we're, we're three and three. Um, I don't know, depending on when you listen to this episode, maybe we're up or down. <laughs> right? <laughs> but uh, I, I would say if you listen to this episode, we're probably four and three. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Already went against Atlanta. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I did, I did want to get some thoughts though. Okay, go so you know, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, because of the Julius Randle trade, mm-hmm. I'm more of a person where I'm trying to go on go along the lines of I'm trying to get a superstar player here or, or a potential superstar player here. So would I keep Julius Randle? If the circumstances say keep them, yeah, I would keep them. As uh, in regards to the Knicks record at the All Star break, if the Knicks actually look like they're going to be a playoff team, yeah, I would keep them for the season and then extend them next season. Of course, I would do that. And then uh, again, if the Knicks are showing that, like for example, Toppin looks like he's not ready, then yeah, I would keep Randall for another season and keep him for the rest of the season and extend him next season as well. My thing is, I'm not going to be the type of person to be like hell bent. Okay, we're keeping him this season no matter what. Because say, for example, things start to go bad for the Knicks. And say, for example, the Knicks start to fall off. Despite the fact Julius Randle is playing well. Which, I mean, to be real about it, if you're looking at the Knicks' current history, or recent history, it's a possibility that the Knicks might fall off. 
I'm not predicting that they will, but I'm just saying it, it's it's a possibility. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if, if that's the case, and I see, like, say, for example, the Knicks are, like, way under 500, they start falling off or whatever the case may be, then in that case, I'm like, I'm trying to build assets and I'm trying to trade Randall because Randall's our best piece and see what we can get back in return for him. And then hopefully we're hoping that wherever we land in the draft status, it'll be a top three pick or so you can get one of these game-changing guys from the... If we get the a draft, top three that's pick, to, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, but I'm, but I'm, but what I'm trying to say is I'm keeping my options open. I'm not right. just hell bent on keeping Randall. It's gonna, it's gonna definitely depend on how the Knicks are doing this season and Toppin's progress. You know, so, yeah. so that's all. I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm keeping options open, but of course, if the Knicks continue playing the way they're playing at the moment, yeah, I'm gonna keep Randall and and extend him next season because like, at that point, it's like, what sense does it really make? Like the Knicks mm-hmm. can actually. Change the culture for once, you know, something you make the players something they haven't done since the 2012 2013 season. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you have that, you know, on the horizon, it's like it doesn't make sense to trade Randall at that point. You might as well just keep him and just ride the wave and see how far the Knicks can go. So I agree with Ryan in a sense, what he's saying. I, 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 my assumption is that they're not going to fade because of Thibodeau, but but based on our history. <laughs> I can I can understand what Ryan's saying. So we get to the playoff, and all of a sudden, you know, they, they start wilting like a leaf. But Randall is still strong. You're gonna trade him now. You're kind of wasting it, right? But if we're if we're looking like a playoff team and we're developing nicely, you know, and I, I'm keeping him because now he's part of the development. Pro- he's part of that. that, that That's something that has yeah, to be talked about yeah, more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. So I'll, I'll keep him at that point. But um, yeah, I agree with what Ryan is saying. I, I just, I guess I just made the assumption we're not going to fold like we have in the past because we're not dependent on one player. And I think we got a situation where we got several guys that can step up. And if everybody's bought in, I think we'll be in good shape. Yeah, that's the, yeah. man, and my, my brain is working and I'm just like, all right, we have Alec Burks who can get buckets on his own. Yep. We have Austin Rivers who can play that role as well. For the first time in a long time, we have multiple people who could kind of create their own shot and create the, and create for others. That's right. We have four. Yeah. We have four actually. Now think about it. we have IQ, Austin Rivers, Alec Burks, who's you know he's not he's probably the, the end of that list, but still can to some degree, mm-hmm. and Julius Randle. Yeah. And it's crazy to think when's the last time we had four potential playmakers on the team? Right. right. Never. I can't I can't think of when we've had that in the last I don't know how many years. Why? Because we're always looking for one star to save us. Yeah. So if KP gets hurt, if Melo gets hurt, we're in trouble. Now we got Randall, we got Obi, we got we got several guys. We got we got Burks, we got RJ, we got Ed Austin, we got IQ, we got several guys that on any given night can drop 30. It's several of them. So th- that's a much more balanced team. So, so the likelihood, I, I, I could agree. I mean, like I said, it's like a PTSD, you know, with the Knicks. You know, you, that's exactly like, what it is. Like, yeah. like, that's exactly like, what it is. I don't want to believe what's in my face. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I can understand where Ryan's coming from. But if we don't fade, in fact, I'm just, I'm just basically parroting what he said. So if we don't fade, we keeping them. And then we're going to go to next year. We're not going to do anything. We'll keep that $20 million. Let him, mm-hmm. let, let him overplay his contract, and then we'll see what we do at the end of next season. Yeah, that's what I'm. I'm with that. Extend the forty exactly. year, um, unless some crazy deal comes. A crazy deal has to come at the trade yeah, deadline. Crazy, <laughs> like <laughs> where I'm moving him because 
like I said before, it's, it's for the first time he's making others around him better, and he's actually helping the development around him. So like, all right, cool. You saw he's 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 passing, knocks the ball in the corner three. You know, yep. we need the game simple. He, he, he threw it to Frank a couple of times, man. <laughs> That's what I said. This guy's definitely changed. He threw it out to Frank. I'm like, dang, man. He's trusting Frank to shoot at three. I still think he's shaking on Frank, <laughs> even though he passed it. This is a, this is a picture of him pass, uh, of Frank shooting it. And Julius Randle's face going, no. <laughs> <laughs> Frank has the shot, though. But I don't think he wants to shoot. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fritz, find that picture and put this on the... <laughs> uh, but he, that's just a, but, to me, it's a testament that he's trusting his teammates, though. That's what it is. Right. And yeah. his teammates. Yeah, he's definitely trusted his teammates. And shout out to Tom Thibodeau. I'm going to read some Tom Thibodeau stats because it just seems like everything, not everything, but there's a, there's a lot of things that Tom Thibodeau set out to do that he's he's um, that he's uh, done, right? So right now, believe it or not, guys, we're three and three, but we're lasting scoring. <laughs> Are we? Yes. I think they're number one in three-point defense, though. Yeah. We're right now, it's, it's, it's slipped. Yeah, we're, we're we're in the tops in three point defense for sure. We're okay, in the tops. Yeah, I think the number, and I think they're like from I checked today, they're number nine overall in defense. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Nine overall in defense. Uh, ninth in loose balls recovered defensively. Fourth in defensive rating. Tenth mm-hmm. in contested shots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Tom Thibodeau set out to play defense. And he has, right? Yeah. Tom Thibodeau set out to shoot corner threes. And we a lot of our shots are coming from that corner three. So, so a, a lot of what Tom has planned has gone into fruition. Yep. Mm-hmm. And kudos to that guy, man. Tom, yeah. best coach since Jeff Van Gundy. Right. Mike Woodson. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. And 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 my thing about Tom, Tom Thibodeau too is that this is how you know this guy is a New York Knicks guy because he was an assistant coach with the Knicks in the nineties, especially those years when the Knicks had those strong defensive teams. And if you ask any Knicks fan really, would you rather a team that just gets buckets and don't play no defense, or would you rather a team that right, they might struggle a bit on offense, but they play hard defense? What what would you choose as a Knicks fan? Defense for sure. You the remember when they, sure. they was calling for Dan Tony said because he wouldn't preach defense. Yeah, exactly. Now we're and, and they yeah, weren't as bad as we were after him, but they were calling for that. They were calling for Dan Tony because and they were saying a lot of players wouldn't come because he didn't preach defense at the time. I remember they was like, "Well, he he you know players don't want, want somebody that plays both sides of the ball, or whatever." But no, New York is a defensive town. They they love that. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm curious to see what this team is going to look like once we have our offensive players back. Because right now we're last in in offense, <laughs> but we we did we haven't had IQ. We That's only right. had him for a half a quarter. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Alec Burks and Julius Randle, both of those guys were the top two three point shooters in the league at the time. How many Alec games Burks right Burke- now is the best three point shooter in the league? How many games right has Burke missed? Has he missed three games or four games? I think he missed. Nah, I felt like he missed four games. Okay, he so he missed his whole road trip. Yeah, he missed his whole. Yeah. Road trip. Okay. 
Okay. And right now he's sixty six percent from sixty six percent from three. I totally don't expect. That. <laughs> <laughs> he's averaging like twenty, right? He's averaging like twenty. He's averaging twenty points. Yeah, twenty. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, man, between Alex Burks coming back, IQ, uh. Taking L for Peyton's job eventually. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, gonna it's gonna happen. It's happen. But I just want to get the most out of EP that we can. The mo- get the most out of him while he's playing like this. Keep playing. yeah, Nothing yeah. So would you? So you would have him off the bench first. First guard off the bench. Yeah, I have IQ off the bench. First guard. I like him and Rivers together. Um, yeah, you know. Uh, so, but you, yeah, you bring IQ off the bench for now. It's not. I mean, this guy's not was he 21? You got he's got his whole career. So while we while we are now at this beginning mode, I'm just gonna push EP as much as I can. EP 26. I just looked, he's gonna be 27 in February. Push this guy. You know, if we at the end of the season, if we when we get to this playoffs, we're gonna see what happens. I get the feeling in the playoffs, IQ is gonna become Donovan Mitchell in terms of he's gonna be, you know, he's gonna have them going there just like RJ, and he's gonna show up. So then we'll feel better about letting EP walk next year if we need to. But right now, I want to push with EP. He's he's the vet. He's doing very well. Uh, he's proven that he wants to play, that he needs the minutes. So let's just ride him, man. Let's ride him while we can. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I, still want, I, I, I still want IQ to start. I, I'll have Elf mm. off of Elf on the shelf. Nah. I'll put him on the bench. I'll put Elf on nah, the bench. Nah, nah. I, I, agree with, I agree with the Raw because the, the way I see it, I'm like, look. Even if Peyton starts games, that doesn't mean that he has to end games as well. You can keep IQ in there at the end of the game if right, need be. Right, right. If he starts to show up, you know, and I say IQ is the type of guy, he's got that type of jump shot. Like, there's going to be a game he's going to get six three points. There's going to be a game yep. like that. And so you let you let those flashes come, and then in the playoffs he starts to show out. If, he, if we get that far, he starts to show out in big games. Now you have no problem. Now you let EP walk. Because now you got, you got your guy. You know, so... Um, yeah, and then we still got Rivers. We got team options on his next two seasons. Yeah, yeah, Shh, finesse. Yeah, Yeesh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> finesse. So I'm finesse. good with that. I'm good with that, man. No, we yeah. right now ride EP. I like I like what he's bringing. It's all about you know for all of us. I mean for I said not everybody, but for us three and some a lot of Nick fans. It's about can we win? Are we gonna win? And if EP is helping me win, play that boy. Just play. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel you. I, you know, I just I don't expect it. I know that I know what the shooting is going to do. As long as you <laughs> get to the hole and finish those layups, then maybe that hope it open things up. But I just I've just seen so many games where everybody's just going zone on us, man. <laughs> everybody's going zone on us, and it's just like eight people in the paint, and he's trying to lob to Mitch over eight people's hands, Yo, and I'm just like, is this going to be life? You see that dumb turnover he did because he was trying to force it to Randall. And he had, I forgot who it was. Somebody was on the other side of the floor. He didn't even look. He was trying to get around. And then and they and uh and they got they got a turnover. And, and Thibodeau was pissed. He called timeout right away. Because that was a dumb pass. But that's the only time he did it yesterday. So I was like, okay. Thirty <laughs> <laughs> percent well, of his passes are <laughs> to random. Wait, 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 hold up. This season, it's this season it has increased. Yes. It's 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 41.8% of his passes goes to Randall <laughs> so far this season. Yeah, we actually <laughs> looked at the numbers before the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's 41%. <laughs> Oh gosh. Absolutely, man. I get IQ in the game, man. He's gonna pass it to everybody, man. IQ, man. I, I'm telling you, we got I ain't gonna for Calipari's, but we got one in this kid. We, we got, got one, man. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Look, I love everything about his game. That that demeanor. He just he has this mean. He got them eyebrows that look like. <laughs> he got the. He got the. He's like a baby brow man. He got. He got that, and then he's a gamer man. That float game, and we haven't even like he hasn't even broken out the jump shot. But the floater game is tight. Man. It's tight. It's so definitely. Man. And, and and you know what? I'm gonna talk about somebody else that has not gotten love as of yet. This guy, he started the season in the hot seat. There was all these stories about him not taking practice seriously. Uh, missing, you know, missing, missing practices in Vegas and not practicing hard enough. Blah, blah, blah. Preseason starts, doesn't start the first few preseason games. Game starts, he's the starting center of the New York Knicks. All of a sudden, Tom Thibodeau does a, a, a 180, praising his man. Night and day. Watch, watch. He's he's putting in the work. Da, 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 night and day. And it's funny because at the end of this video, Tom Thibodeau ends the video by going, It's coming. Wait and see. <laughs> wait, wait. It's coming. It's coming. Is Sham God Mitch coming? Is three point Mitch coming? Is are we gonna see AD Mitch coming? Are we are we is 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 the three and twenty three gonna be represented in the game? You know, I I don't want to I don't want to say like who he'll be like because I just because I just want to let him get the room to blossom to okay. whatever he's gonna be. So I gotta amp it up. I gotta amp it up. Yeah, because because <laughs> I'm just saying like Thibodeau was play, like he said he said he said he'd been saying it the whole summer. I like, he said, I like competition. So he wanted to make sure Mitch was going to show up and bring his A game. And Mitch was more like, hey, I, you know, we're going to see. Like, we're going to see. Like, I, yeah. And so yeah. it's obvious to me that Mitch is far better than Nolan's Noel. And I'm not saying Nolan's yeah. Noel can't play. Nolan's Noel can play. But, but Mitch is special, man. So, like I said, he's the type of cat that'll ignite you, man. So I, I, I don't want to say what he can do. What he, I can. I believe he's going to end up being able to handle the rock a lot more, and I can. And I can see him getting a fifteen footer. As far as three point shot, that's good. You give that guy a three point shot, you're talking Joker, man. So I don't know. I don't want to say that about him. You know what I'm saying? So, but I'm saying if you could just if he could, if he could handle a little bit, and if and if yeah. he could, and if he could get that little foul line jumper, it's going to still he's going to be all star level right there. But I don't want to say more because. You know, but the sky's the limit. He's, he's got the gift. The talent is there. We, I just don't know where it's going to end up. I, I, do you want to say something, Ryan, before I go off the handle? Because you know um, me. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I do think that because Mitch has definitely shown that he can shoot the three if he watches um, video clips or whatever the case may be. And I think that there's going to come a time where he's going to have to unleash that skill in the game. Like, there's only so many shots you can take during practice, whatever the case may be, and not shoot that shot in game. But I think at the moment, like, you just keep things simple for Mitch. Yep. You know, just, you know, rebound the ball, defend the paint, etc. you know, lobs, putbacks, whatever the case may be. And then once he, you, then once from, you go from there, you know, once he gets his, even though I think Mitch is pretty confident at the moment. He doesn't seem like a guy that struggles for confidence. But, like, once you get him, I guess, to a point where he does his job 
almost to perfection, mm-hmm. then I think that's when you start adding little things like, okay, now we're going to allow you to take, you know, a couple threes a game, you know, step out one or two times a game, shoot the three or whatever the case may be. So I think at the moment we're just seeing basic Mitch, you know, basic as, Mitch. as, as, as we go on down the line, we're going to see things more, more things add to his game. And mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Basic yeah. Mitch, like basic cable. He don't get the movie channel. Yeah, exactly. yeah, Showtime since it's been added. Yeah. Yeah. I feel exactly, like Child yeah. Lock is still on it. I got it. Yeah. Basic e- Mitch. Exactly. Yeah. Basic Mitch at the moment. <laughs> yes. Basic Mitch. But if he starts <laughs> shooting a three at some point in his career, let's say between now and next year, this time he starts shooting a three and let's say he hits two out of three. He's going to get confident. Yeah. yeah, and you let him get confident with him. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> that's when the money gets crazy. Yeah, because that because when you start, that's this is why I said lock him up early. This is why I, Trump on my tr- on my Trump stuff lock him up. Like because if he starts hitting the three early, we, we, we gonna have to pay Rudy Gobert money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, block, a center that can can block threes and shoot threes. And run the floor. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot. That's gonna be a lot. Uh, you know what, too, man. Fizz, Fizz could never. You know what, too. It was always the plan, right? Fizz was always talking about. You know, we just want him to get the basics first. Yeah, you know? yeah. We just want him to set screens, rebounds, not foul out. This season, it seems like he's doing it right. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he he fell off on the screens a little bit for the most part. Though I feel like the screens are better. Um, that game, the last game, he's the timing on the offensive tippings are are just right. It's like <laughs> it's all coming together. He he hasn't been feel, fouling out lately, right? Even the even the big guys, you don't really see him picking up the big the fouls at the same rate when he's playing the big guys. It's, and you know what it is like. I, I mean, Miles Turner is good, man. And Miles yeah. Turner could not keep him off the board. No. Miles Turner nope. could not keep him off the board. So, I mean, like I said, in Julius, I've always respected the strength that he possesses as a player, the strength, the physical brute strength. He, 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 and the problem, of course, is that he's always going at two players, but now he's passing. But if you get Julius Randle one-on-one against anybody under the low block, trying to stop him from... It's over. He's that's, that's game. He's, he's going to kill you. So it's a wrap. This is a wrap right there. So if Mitchell Robinson needs two people to stop him from getting on the offensive glass, that's just going to let Julius Randle go crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm and then RJ rebounds. One thing about Bullock, he might be you know coming up short on the J, but he rebounds. He rebounds and he, he plays rebounds. He plays defense. So, so yeah. you get that. And I'm saying we got something going here, man. We got something going here. Yeah, and I want to add one more thing about Miles Turner too. The reason why Miles Turner couldn't keep Mitch off the glass because that man was stayed stay behind a three point line. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> That's true too. That's true too. That's true too. That's right. Yeah. See, it's the type of three pointers too. It's the type of three pointers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. The type of three pointers I'm talking about are when um, the offense is going, the big sags off for the entry pass. You know. If the big is sagging off because he's trying to pass to a guard or another power forward for a pass, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just like pull up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Pull up. Take that shot. That's all. That's it. Yeah. Not like dribble up, pull up through. Uh no. But in, no. Yeah, Indiana's committed to shooting a lot of threes this year. Miles Turner took nine, uh, he took nine threes last night. 
He took nine. Yeah, he took- which, which, which to me, I'm sorry. That's wild for a big man. I'm yeah, he sorry. He took nine threes I mean, last night, man. Like, I, I, to me, it's like, okay, even if you're a good three-point shooter, it's like, I can understand taking as a big man three, four threes. I, you know, that's that's cool. But nine threes, I mean, you're taking him away from the paint where, you know, if the shot isn't missing, he can get an offensive rebound or whatever the case may be. It's like if you keep a if you keep a big man like that outside to take so many, so many threes, that just gives the opponent like nobody's nobody's blocking yeah. that. It's just easy yeah. picking. Like, that's, 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 that's why Mitch yeah. went nuts last night. Yeah. You know what else is too? My Turner was um Alfred Payton. I know I talk smack about that guy, but he was breaking down the defense a lot <laughs> that last game. And Miles Turner had to help a lot. And when Miles Turner was helping, Mitch was like, ah, <laughs> offensive of tipping. Yeah. You're, not, you're not paying attention to me now. Well, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. easy picking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Ah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, shout yeah. out to Mitch, man. Shout out to Mitch for that. So I I I'ma say, I'm gonna say this word real quick. The recent success of the New York Knicks. Raw talking about he sees this going on and continuing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Are the Knicks in line? Don't say it. Don't say it. To improve enough to make the P word. Uh, Okay. Hell, I'm going to say it. Nick's making the playoffs. I'm saying it. My man Ryan. My man Ryan. My Ryan. They're making the playoffs. I'm I'm saying it. I'm saying like this. I'm looking at... Okay, so... You wanted to trade Julius. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You wanted to trade him and now he's making the playoffs. Pick a side. I know. No, he's saying if they're in the playoff hunt at the trade deadline, he's keeping Julius. Okay, okay, okay. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm looking at I'm looking at the playoff the playoff teams from last year. Okay, the eighth seed won 33 games last year. The seventh seed won 35, and the sixth seed won 43. Let's assume I think it's going to be similar. So I already say Knicks got 31. Okay, I'm thinking 31. Hyperventilating. Which 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 31 <laughs> is the the 82 game equivalent of 35. Now last year they only played 72 games. So. I'm, you know, it's. I'm putting this way. Plus, am I correct? Were they going ten teams this year? Yeah, they're going ten for the for play in. Yeah, they're going ten teams. Okay, so yeah. for the play in. For the play in. Okay, so at thirty one, they're in the play in for sure. Now, if they and I'm and I'm saying that it's as I'm going to say like this statistically, I'm a numbers guy, so it's highly likely that they exceed thirty one. That they exceed thirty one. So if they exceed 31, it's possible for them to get the AC. It's possible. It's possible. You know what? I've been in this situation year after year. Here comes the PTSD. (laughs) Ryan, we had this conversation on air. For the past, since 2016, when we first started the KOT show, we do the same thing. Well, the East is weak. You know. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I still remember when we had we had so much faith that 2016 season because we had Derrick Rose, Melo, we had Joakim Noah. Everybody was like, "Yeah, Knicks definitely made the playoffs." And then what happens? Knicks at bottom out and end up not making the playoffs. That was the stupidest season, though. How you gonna have Derrick Rose and don't run pick and roll? 
Come on, man. I was so pissed. I mean, it's yeah. like, again, let's go back. You got a Benz and you keeping it in the garage. You never driving it. I mean. Yeah, man. You doing the speed yeah, limit. You got to run pick and roll, man. You got to do, I mean, come on. And then Noah and you're not running pick and roll? Yeah. Oh. Plus, yeah. Man, plus Noah was too late and punching coaches and yeah, taking man, steroids. You know what? Remember, check, you his in, they should have been 50% pick and roll. Look, D Rose was not, you know, vintage D Rose, but even at that, he's still better than like 80% of the guards in the league at that point. He still averaged 18 and they had crap for offense. So yeah, you give that cat pick and roll, man. Um, like somebody was trying to tell me that, um, that D- Dennis Smith Jr. is like Derrick Rose. I said, you got to stop, man. Come on. Stop. Where's stop. the bro button? No. I was like, yeah, yeah no, I was that, like, that, what? That's, what? That's, that's you got to stop. Because you know what? And no disrespect to, if you're listening out there, I'm not trying to kill you, but I'm just saying, Derrick Rose is one of the best finishers I've ever seen in pro basketball as far as finishing at the hole. Yeah. You, it's, it's a gift that you cannot teach the way he finishes. And so, that year, I was like, I was, I mean, I, we were, I was frustrated. But I was like, I can't believe they have Derrick Rose on the team and they're not running predominantly pick and roll. It should have been predominantly pick and roll. Him and Melo, predominantly pick and yeah. roll. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It was crazy, but we we didn't, we were still stuck on that triangle offense. Oh. Yeah. It, it, it didn't make any sense. And it, it seemed like there was trepidation in the team. Brennan Jennings was doing what he wanted to do. He left early. Yeah. <laughs> he was wow. You need to live early. <laughs> <laughs> he was out of control, man. Yeah, he was out of yo. I yeah. loved and hated Brandon Jennings that year, man. He was my favorite player and the guy who pulled I want to pull my hair out the most. Worst for, thing yo. in the world when he scored 55. That was the worst thing ever. Because after that, he thought he could just do anything he wanted and he could. Yeah. 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 It was it was weird. It was rough. But this is rough. different because we got we got structure this year, JL. We got structure. We got we, got, we, we do. Got That's yes, in, we do. That's a, that's the thing. We have structure for the first time, and I believe I actually believe it in my head more to this year. But I'm not going to say it. Yeah, hey, you got I, me the first four years. I'm not saying the people. No, yeah, I, I respect the only the, people I'm saying is playing. I just say 31 wins wherever that guy is. That's all I'm saying. 31 wins. I've, I've been saying that. I'm sticking with it. But I definitely respect Ryan. He just called it out. Go ahead, Ryan. That's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to speak to it. I'm just trying to speak it into yes. existence at, at this point. Do that because I'm like because I'm like, look at this moment. The Knicks are three and three. If they continue at, on this pace, they'll be what thirty six and yes. thirty six, and that's definitely that's playoffs. Playoff. So I mean, hey, you're 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 right statistically. I don't care if the numbers say it. I don't care. I, I gotta see it. <laughs> I gotta see it. No, no, you're not gonna have me on tape. Really like last in what last in point score? Is that what it is? Yeah, we're last. We're last. Yeah, we're I was last. looking at the defensive numbers. I didn't even. I didn't pay attention. To that. Yeah. Wow. Defense. We're we're good. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. If we just get some offense, if you get something from IQ, Austin Rivers, Burp. and those guys, you just hope that we like middle of the road offense. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like 15, mm-hmm. 17. Yep. We keep that pace. 15, 17 offense. Oh, fourth in defense. You be good. Be good. Then all season we just getting scores and upgrading talent or somebody takes a yeah. step and we off to the races, man. Yeah. Back to respectability. Finally. Facts. Man, I, I'm really crazy. Uh, I'm excited about next year though already. Because I just want to see them bring back this core group with Tom Thibodeau and, and, and they now used to each other. Man, man. 
man. Because like last year, right, mm -hmm. I took Mike Miller's record, 17-27, and I did over 82 games. If he had started the season as the coach, right, 33 games. That now we'd be, we'd be, we definitely would have been in the bubble, you know. With yeah, so, the same thing. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, and now we got a better coach with better talent and more structure. I think we're gonna be all right. I thought the exact yeah. same thing. I said it on Twitter, raw. I said it on Twitter. I said last year, if Mike coached his team from the beginning, we would have been on a 30 win pace. We have a better coach this year. So we should be better than that. But yeah. even with that said, yeah. I'm still happy PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying to that's why I say 31 wins. I, I mean, I very much respect and I am so proud of Ryan for calling it, but I can't do it. I gotta say 31 wins. I'll say 31. <laughs> and I'll be glad to just spit in Vegas's face. Where the 22 and a half punks? Exactly. With yeah. my money. Exactly. <laughs> uh all right, now it's time for the most favorite part of the show. Ooh. The Ooh Picks. The Ooh Picks are the best plays of the week. There's a lot of basketball to talk about, a lot of great plays, and we're going to talk about it in detail for the people. All right. Who wants to go first with the Ooh Pick? Okay, I'll go first then. You going first? All right, cool. Yeah, Um, my Ooh Picks are going to be praising the defense. Okay. So my first Upic goes to Nerlens Noel against the Toronto Raptors. I don't know if you remember this play, but Van Vliet drove it to the lane. He passed the ball off to Len. Mm -hmm. Len went up two hands for the dunk, but no, but Nerlens Noel was standing right there waiting for him at the rim. Mm. Rejected his dunk. Rejected. And he did not get that in. Oh. All right. Solid ooh right there, Mr. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my last OOP goes to Money Making Mitch. Oh, snap. Hold on. Let me hit the button. Money, money, make it, Mitch. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so um, against the Pacers, the Knicks are holding on to a slim lead to towards fine, the end though. of the game. Huh? To my OOP. That's fine, though. Oh, my fault. Go, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So the Knicks are holding on to a slight lead late in the game. Um, Brogdon went off a pick and roll to shoot the three. And you already know who was there for to block the three. Mm -hmm. Money making Mitch, and it turned into a fast break. Payton had the ball, found Austin Rivers on the wing. Austin Rivers laid it up, and that pretty much sealed the game for the Knicks against the Pacers. Oh. All right. Saw who picks there. I like it. I like it. Yes, okay, sir. rugged and raw. What you got? <laughs> got one who pick. It was last night. Austin Rivers, a.k.a. Butter, did the head and shoulder fake on Victor Oladipo and had homie stumbling back like he had too much wine. <laughs> oh. All right, shook him out his boots. Shook him out his box strap. Wait. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Do I have an oop pick? Cause yeah, he took my oop pick. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give RJ a ooh in general. I'm not even gonna go with a specific play. I'm just go in general. Oh. Because RJ was getting mad heat. This is the bro ooh. All right. This is the bro ooh. If you know what a bro pick is, I'm gonna explain it to you right now because I'm kind of doing a different thing. Bro picks are. Usually the worst plays of the week are just something dumb. 
that happens during the week that we highlight. Now, something dumb that happened this week is I love my guy RJ, but he missed 21 straight three pointers this week. <laughs> ah, Bruh. Bruh. it wasn't pretty. Hit three straight in Indiana the first game, but uh, missed 21 straight. But when he played Indiana, the three-point shot came back to life. I believe he hit four for five. I'm going off memory. I believe he hit four for five from three. And also stepped up in the clutch and hit clutch free throws to wrap up the game. He wanted to, too. He's like, give me the ball. He, he, he knew he was going to get fouled on purpose. Stepped up and hit those clutch f- shots for the free throw line to end the games. And we all know last year, one of the, his keys to success was to hit those clutch free throws. And he did this year. For sh- Shout out to RJ Barrett for stepping up and doing what he does. Oh, that's my my ooh slash up, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Any bruh picks from you guys? I got one bruh. Okay, my bruh goes out to the Brooklyn Nets who <laughs> lost tonight. Who paying eighty million to two players and lost tonight by one to the Washington Wizards. And right now they're in ninth place in the Eastern Conference. Oh. Which means they would make the play in. Mm, wait, so wait, if they're in ninth place and they just lost, does that mean that we have a better record? The Knicks have a better record than the Brooklyn Nets. Hit the button. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now hopefully by the time this airs. <laughs> We didn't lose to the Atlanta Hawks. <laughs> we putting a lot on that game, boy. A lot on the line. <laughs> oh, this might not age well. Or it could be hey, great. If Ryan see. stepped up and said the P word, I'm going to step up and say we beat Atlanta. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Oh. Yes. Oh, man. Any broad picks for you, Ryan? Yeah, I got a few broad picks. Broad man for the fifth flow. Yes. <laughs> My first bro pick goes to the Yes Network. Ooh, the whole network. Yeah, because um the other I you know I meant to I meant to do this, I meant to have this bro pick on last week's episode mm. and I forgot. Residual, bro. Okay. So, yeah, so, so I'm bringing it back <laughs> for this episode. So the Yes Network posted a tweet after the Nets played their first three games. And said that the net that it said that the Nets are averaging more views for their games oh. than Knicks games. But here is the fact that they threw in. Yeah, I saw I peeped the game. Then the Nets have two nationally televised games while the Knicks only played on local TV. What the what the So what was so what was the point of even posting that tweet to begin with? Which lets me know that the Knicks are living rent-free in the Nets head all day. <laughs> Ryan, Bruh. I don't I, I wouldn't call that a bruh. You know how I would call that? Who? Oh, whose man's is this? <laughs> <laughs> you telling me you're comparing a national game yeah, to a local game. TV yeah. network and saying, what the hell? What kind of apples to bananas are you comparing? That's, that's what you call, that's what you call reaching. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You're reaching pulling, heavy. Pulling, a ham, pulling a shoulder reaching. You're trying to reach it. Reaching heavy. Jeez. All right. 
my next bro pick, I, I don't want to pick on him because he's shown improvement this season. Oh, boy. That's season him crazy. But, but Kevin Knox. Ah, oh, has... wrong. Get him. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> get him. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> boy. he has He has two bros. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, you gonna bust up going on the night? I did. I busted, go- oh, I busted on, shots, bro. You can't hear it, but you're gonna hear it late in the post. I busted shots. <laughs> <laughs> the first bro, well, actually, both of these bros really were against the Cavs. The first bro was when he was on the fast break. He spotted Mitch for the alley oop. Oh, I know what this. Threw up the pass. It skied way over Mitch, out of bounds. That's the first bro. That's the first bro. I remember that. <laughs> and the second bro against the Cavs was when my guy was guarding Garland. He was not ready for Garland. Garland, Garland had him on a string. On a, he had the handle on a string. Oh man! He 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 made he made Knox go on bended knee. So that's my other bro. That's my other bro right there. So Knox, I I I, I like the way Knox has been playing this season. But yeah, he had two bros in that game against the Cavs. <laughs> Knox has been playing well. Yeah, Knox has been playing but well. Defensively, defensively, he's been nah. He's been good. He stepped it up. He definitely stepped it up. Yes. And my last bro pick is college football. College football. All of college football. Yes. No, no, no. Just oh, okay, just a okay. game in college football. One, <laughs> one of the bowl games. The Armed Forces Bowl. Tulsa versus Mississippi State. I don't know because it's been passed all over ESPN, but they broke out into a huge fight. At the end of the game, every, everybody was going wild. There was number seven on Tulsa. He was fighting the whole team by himself. Oh, I saw that! Yeah, he was, he was fighting like the whole team. My guy even got stomped out by somebody on Mississippi State, and the dude just and the dude, and the dude ran after he stomped on him. I'm just like it was just a whole bunch of just fuckery. I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> and, and yeah, that was a terrible sight to see. So yeah, that's my that's my last bro pick right there. Oh man, uh, I I only got one bro pick. Um, hold on. Well, shout out to World Rice first of all. All right. CP told me that Worldwide West was somewhere screaming at a ref because they was missing some stupid calls versus that Knicks Indiana game. Now I didn't see that per se, but I did see a stupid call that was missed. Well, I saw a couple of yeah. So my bro pick goes to the ref who called out of bounds on Austin Rivers for doing the little head fake and, and, and caused us a turnover. Because if you watch the replay, Austin's foot didn't go anywhere close to the vicinity of the out of bounds line. But somehow, some way, the refs saw out of bounds. I don't know what happened. CP thinks the refs are taking prop bets and they have money in the game. <laughs> uh, there were three refs in that game. The sister was the only good ref. The other two, I don't know where they got those guys. They picked them up in the Irish bar somewhere. Yeah, those man. guys, those, those guys, man. Yeah, they on. found them at a local Foot Locker. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> they just grabbed them out Foot Locker and brought them in. Cause exactly. Like, you got a job. Like, oh. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right, recession, we got it. Recession NBA, we get it. All right, cool. 
All right, that is that is our show, guys. Fun, man. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah, big fun. Good job, man. It's crazy. Yo, Raw said he was. We was talking earlier. Raw said he's been watching us since he was in his studio years ago. I was like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Since y'all, y'all, was, this, y'all was, it looked like y'all was in an apartment, man. Yeah, we was in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Edson's little studio garage. Yeah, yeah, it was thing. cool, man. Yeah. I was like, sardine can. Yo, because you know what? Because y'all are real Knicks fans, like not not somebody that's being paid to trash him or somebody that's trying to get cooked. Somebody was really talking about the team. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah. let me watch these guys, man, because at least they're talking about the team. Because some of these guys, I don't know where they get them from, yeah. but they give them too big a platform and they ain't saying nothing. Yeah, uh, appreciate yeah. it. That's what's up. Some people don't know. People are like, oh, I'm from Knicks, from, no, you're from Knicks fan TV. Nah, we're doing KOT like. A year before Knicks Fan TV came up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So shout out, yeah, shout, shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. Uh, thanks for coming through, man. I love your insight. I love your YouTube channel. Definitely subscribe to his channel, man. He always drops some gems for sure. For sure. All right. So let's wrap this up. Um, yeah, where can they find you, Raw? Um, Raw Hebrew Remnant on YouTube. Just Raw Hebrew Remnant. You'll find me right there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's the best place to actually find me. And we we are. Uh, I think Raw Hebrew on the on Twitter. Raw Hebrew on Twitter. All right, cool. We're gonna put that little Twitter tag right under the graphic right there under your name. Cool. <laughs> All right. And you know where to find us. So you can find us in a bunch of places. Shout out to Dash Radio for housing us. Right. You can also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, um, all that noise. Also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash time show. If you don't watch us on YouTube, are you dumb, man? Get these visuals with the audio. It's kind of cool. You gotta see. Man, we, we, we spend time and money putting the visuals together. Go to YouTube and subscribe, right? <laughs> subscribe. Facts, facts. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Yes, hit the thumbs up for the boys. Yes, do that too. Please, please do. Yes. Also, follow us on all social media. That is The KLT Show on Twitter, The Nick of Time Show on Instagram and Facebook. And also, yo, check the writers, man. Writers are doing a... Clap up to the writers doing a good job, man. Shout out to Fred, shout out to Rob, shout out to Ken, shout out to Dave holding it down. Go to the nicktimeshow.com and watch some real Knicks fans write about their ideas on our site and get some merch while you're there. Yes, <laughs> yo, get some Who's Man's is this tease. All right, <laughs> get some Who Man's is this tease. All right, yes, shout out to my guy Alex who coughed the Who Man's is this tease. All right, where can they find you, Ryan? You'll find me on Instagram at Sir G is Sir G is chilling. And that's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. That is right. Yes. That is our show. We out. Peace.